Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of the Less Stories, the podcast which share experience of people living in Luxembourg since more than five years. Uh, my guest of today has been living in Luxembourg since 32 years, so he's quite experimented. And uh, she will her, she will share with you with also some of her experience, what she has noticed, what you can do if you want to uh, integrate, or what you can do if you want to really don't get. Uh, completely lost in Luxembourg and what are the trend, all this stuff. So I'm sure that after 32 years, you can know a lot of things. You should, there should be some practical information. So we will move on. Uh, I welcome my guest of today. She's called Denise Voss. Uh, she worked in the front industry since several years or since, since she's in Luxembourg, I can say. And I will let her introduce herself and then we will move on on the podcast. So uh, welcome, Denise. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. So, my name is Denise Voss, and as you said, I've, I've been in Luxembourg for 32 plus years. I'm like many people in Luxembourg, especially in the financial center, who came to Luxembourg for two years mm -hmm. and stayed forever. <laughs> so, um, I, I came over with, um, so I'm an American, and okay. um, I was working in as an auditor. Um, in Boston, okay. and um, of course in the United States, the mutual fund investment fund industry is quite developed. Mm -hmm. And when the investment fund industry in Europe started, yeah. Luxembourg, Coopers and Librand was mm -hmm. looking for somebody with some experience in that. So that's that's what got me here. Okay. Also, what got me here is I wanted to speak French because I learned French in high school. Mm -hmm. But of course, in the United States, you don't usually speak a language. I can imagine. Um, so that was my goal. Um, yeah, so I, I arrived, and uh, Luxembourg has changed a lot in 32 years, mm -hmm. but I, I'd say that the international nature was already there. Okay. Um, I think that's one reason why a lot of people come for two years and stay forever, mm -hmm. is you get used to being around people, different cultures, different nationalities, and I, I think a lot of people really enjoy that. Yeah. I think also Luxembourg is small. Of course, mm -hmm. it was smaller then than it is today, <laughs> but it's still small. And um, I think that that also creates, um, I, I like to say that, you know, people in Luxembourg, you know, you have to behave because it's a small place and people here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I think that small size is really quite nice because it allows you to meet people easily. Um, yeah, so I, um, I joined Coopers and Librand, worked here for five years at mm -hmm. Coopers and Librand, and then I joined Franklin Templeton Investments, where okay. I worked for 25 years. And um, I, I retired, quote unquote, from Franklin Templeton a few years back, actually March 2020, so okay. an important period. Um, and then now I'm, I'm working as an independent director. Okay. But I also spend a lot of my time on volunteer activities. Mm -hmm. So I'm also chairwoman of LuxFlag, mm -hmm. which is a, um, a sustainable finance labeling agency as well as the International Climate Finance Accelerator, and I get involved in all kinds of working groups, etc. I like to say that my I work professionally so I can pay for all my volunteer activities. <laughs> but I, I think that actually, I mean, obviously, in terms of practical steps, when you arrive in Luxembourg, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess things have probably changed. I haven't had to deal with it for 32 years in terms of you know going to the commune and, and, and all of that bit. But I think what probably hasn't changed mm -hmm. is the... Um, the way, at least in the financial center, which is what I know, that um, volunteering your time yeah. um, can actually help you meet people and integrate much more quickly. Okay. Um, 
So for instance, um, I joined um, ALFI, which is the Luxembourg Fund Association. I joined a working group um, when I was working at Franklin Templeton, okay. focusing on marketing, actually marketing the, the, the investment fund industry. Um, and then I, I ended up joining the board mm-hmm. of ALFI, which is again, a volunteer job, um, and ultimately became uh, chair, um, chairperson of ALFI for okay. four years. So, um, yeah, so, you know, from, from raising my hand and saying I'm interested in, in volunteering my time to participate in a working group yeah. to, you know, ultimately being the chair of a very large association, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, represents 5 trillion euro of assets under management. Yeah. <laughs> not, at my, not at my time, but, <laughs> it, but anyways, no, so I, I really strongly believe in the opportunities that are available in Luxembourg okay. for Again, if you're in, if you're working for a, a bank or mm-hmm. an asset management company, the opportunities to get involved in industry associations um, on a volunteer basis, obviously on behalf of your company, mm-hmm. is is it's very it's very um, present and very very possible. I would okay. say still today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another way also of so I'm I'm married. My husband is French. Okay. And um, so and then you speak French, right now? A lot. Yes, sir. Um, but um, and we have one daughter who okay. is 23, and she's now in the United States. So, <laughs> with a French dad and an American mom, she she chose her U.S. side for the moment. But um, and um, what the reason I mentioned her is, as well in particular is another way of obviously becoming integrated in into a country where unfortunately my Luxembourgish is not very great. Mm-hmm. I think it's difficult when you don't live your life in a language yeah. and. In my company, in my you know life at Alfie, it was French and English basically. Right. But in any case, that's my excuse. Okay. <laughs> but I think I do think that that uh, obviously learning Luxembourgish is is certainly a, a big help in integrating. But another an area where um, where I think is also a big help uh, can be quite good is getting is when your children are involved in sports. Okay. So my daughter was um, swam um, for one of the local swim teams here. And then my husband and I um, very quickly, um, I guess because we saw, well, they needed people, and I guess we saw it as an opportunity to, to spend some time with our daughter while mm-hmm. she was at swim meets. We, um, we were trained to become officials at the um, FLNS, which is the um, Swimming Federation. Yeah. So we would you know, do timing of the swimming competitions and, and whatever other duties or, you know, those officials have to do. So that was a really fantastic way yeah. to integrate into into Luxembourg, I would say, because we, we met a lot of people from you know, different countries, mm-hmm. a lot of Luxembourgers as well, and Luxembourgish families. So that was, that was fantastic, actually. Okay. So I would highly recommend, uh, and I, I think sports anyway is usually a way to get to know to people get to and all people, that, but yeah. definitely in Luxembourg, it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great way to, to integrate. Okay. That's impressive. So I would say from two years to 32 years, why did you stay in Luxembourg concretely? Well, it's, I think it's the usual story, to be honest. It's you come for two years mm-hmm. um, as an expat. Yeah. Then your contract gets extended for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Then you become a local employee. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between there, you've met your partner, your future partner. <laughs> you get married, you buy a house, you have a child. And, and then you stay. Yeah, and, and, and obviously that's another reason as well. People, people are, are really like living in Luxembourg as well is because the, the quality of life mm-hmm. is great and it's a fantastic place to raise a family, to have a child and to raise a, a family as well. 
Um, we're in the middle of, even if I just look at where we are, we're in the middle of Europe. So, you know, it's uh, three plus hours to Paris, mm-hmm. a couple of hours to Brussels, just Strasbourg. So just the traveling is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have that direct flight to the United States, though. That's missing. But... You need to go through Amsterdam or Charles de Gaulle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that um, what I, I've been on um, working groups looking at um, talent mm-hmm. and how to bring talent to Luxembourg mm-hmm. in the financial center. And uh, I think everyone agrees it, you just need to get people here. <laughs> and once you get people here, they stay by themselves. They <laughs> or there's a good chance of it, putting, put it that way. I mean, it's, it's clear it's not uh, Paris, it's not London, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of. Uh, Activities, but I have to say, if I look at the the art and cultural scene, mm-hmm. 32 years ago versus today, it's exploded. Really? In terms of what's available, um, in terms of the big names that come, you know, I think of Rock Hall, mm-hmm. right in Esch, where we get big names. Uh, um, I think my daughter's first concert was seeing Stevie Wonder, where. You know, in the Rock Hall, it's, it's what can fit maybe 5,000 people yeah, standing 5, 000, up. Yeah, 5,000, But we were like 25 feet away from Stevie Wonder, <laughs> which, you know, I don't think in most Stevie Wonder concerts would be the case yeah. elsewhere. Um, and then, of course, there's the Philharmonie, there's the Coq, there's... there's uh, Atelier. Yeah, actually, that was here when I arrived. Ah, okay. Den Atelier, yeah, yeah. that was here. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just the, the number of cultural and, and art... Uh, Exhibits and, and events has exploded. Mm-hmm. So, and again, as I said, there's easy access to big cities if you, you know, mm-hmm. need to yeah. to see the theater or more theater or have more choice. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So, uh, sorry, sorry, and maybe just so. So, yeah. and, and as I had said earlier as well, I think that 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 the international community. And um, really appreciating sitting around the table with you know someone from France, from Portugal, from the U.S., from you know wherever, mm-hmm. multiple countries is is really fun yeah. actually. And I think it's I think if you have a choice and you can stay, I think it's or you have an opportunity perhaps back at your home. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's difficult, and that was my case, <laughs> just to think of, of losing that. Okay. going back home yeah. and, and very quickly I guess Luxembourg becomes your home yeah so I guess that's the bottom line mm. okay uh, that's interesting your, your point of view I mean for 32 years now what have been the major change you notice in the country positive or negative but which has been something that really changed in the face of Luxembourg because in a short in a short period of time the population has almost doubled. You know, we went from 3,000 people to now almost 600,000. It's crazy. Yeah, no, and I think pretty much that is my case. I think mm-hmm. it has doubled over more or less uh, the last 32 years. Yeah. So, um, and obviously the infrastructure has, has changed. I think the challenge for Luxembourg is given the growth that has taken place, well, obviously not just since I arrived, but even before. But mm-hmm. I think the introduction of the use its investment funds helped explode, you know, help it help it grow even faster. I think that, um, you know, hats off, I have to say, to Luxembourg, it's very challenging to plan ahead for roads, mm-hmm. highways, yeah. schools. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was actually one of, the, one of the, the challenges in particular. I think it probably still is, but it, it was even more of a challenge maybe about um, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, having enough schools 
for um, an international population. There were a couple of schools, and the Luxembourg government very generously helped those schools expand, okay. say ISL and yeah. St. George's, and there was the Vauban as well, the mm-hmm. French school system, um, where actually where my daughter went. Um, but then, then they, but there was still a, um, a lack, and that was actually a challenge when wanting to bring over maybe management level people and their families to find the school systems because you know as much as we'd like. Uh, everyone to to use the local school systems. Mm-hmm. It's very challenging if your child is ten years old or eleven years old and they only speak English. Yeah. So it's very difficult to enter into the the multilingual French, German, um, and and then English school mm-hmm. system here in Luxembourg. Um, but I have to say that I think Luxembourg did a great job actually at expanding. Um, you know, they added. They I know they. They added some, made some seats available at the European school. They created these sort of European-like schools. Yeah. Um, that those that seems to be the tendency now is to create, and which have, I guess, English and German and French uh, classes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Athene, um, actually, where my daughter ended up going, they now she she joined um, the International Baccalaureate program. Um, she did the first two, in English the first two years. Um, and then the last two years, but now they've expanded the program, so it starts uh, three years earlier. Okay. Um, so you know, so there, there's tracks in many different schools and and, and new schools as well. Um, but it's hard to keep up with the demand. But um, it seems that Luxembourg, uh, the government, is is pretty keen mm-hmm. to do that. Okay. Um, we were talking about traffic earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good problem to have, but it it is a, it is a, it is a challenge. Um, obviously, the government's working quite a lot on mobility, so we see that when we drive sometimes. Yes. It makes things difficult, the mm-hmm. bike lanes, yes. bicycle lanes being created, mm-hmm. but, but that will be that will be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the tram. Yeah. Like many cities in Europe, they got rid of the trams, and now they're bringing them all back. That's good, and there's quite a, a quite a, a, I would say, um, an aggressive schedule to continue that line through the airport and, mm-hmm. and actually and near the area right. where I live. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, because obviously one of the one of the um, the reasons why Luxembourg has has worked so well too is because of all of the so-called frontaliers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you know, when I arrived, I don't know how many there were. Maybe there were ten or twenty thousand max. But okay. now there's two hundred yeah. and whatever every day coming in every day. Now I, I hope, um, and I know certainly, I, I certainly would imagine that the Luxembourg government is is working with um, the surrounding member uh, surrounding countries mm-hmm. to, try, yeah, to mm-hmm. try to get um, you know now that we've had COVID we can work in a hybrid fashion um, it's really a shame it would be really fantastic if companies if that works with their schedules and all of that could you know offer the same two days working at home for instance um, for Fontalier as, as for Luxembourg based people because that will certainly help a bit with the congestion of the traffic and be good for the environment, let's face it. Definitely. So, um, so yeah, so that's obviously mm-hmm. something. I'm sure there are, are many discussions going on about that. But, okay. But that, that is one of the challenges, I think, in Luxembourg, too, is that we're, we're quite used to, again, that international environment of sort of having access to things that are Luxembourgish, French, German, Belgian. You know, it's, 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 all, you know, it's all just access to things. Even buying things on websites, yes. you know, we're used to having things um, available to us from any places, but that's not a very common situation in Europe, right? 
We can see it. If you're talking to, you know, someone, if you're talking to the French government, well, they're not really thinking about the frontier with Luxembourg or Belgium, right? They're, they're thinking about the main, you know, France is the main mm, country. Yes. And actually, they're thinking about Paris, probably. Mm. The center of the world. I would say that. <laughs> I would completely agree with you. All roads lead to Paris. Yeah. 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 So, so, speaking of that, though, actually, I remember, um, I remember when I first came to Luxembourg. Again, I was talking about the central location of Luxembourg, and I mm. remember when I first came. I can do it now, obviously. But I, I used to hide a friend. So I, when I was looking for um, Coopers and Librand offices to join for two years, yeah. long ago, mm. I lived in Luxembourg and I lived in Paris. Okay. And I think people thought I was a bit insane to pick Luxembourg over Paris. Because nobody knew Luxembourg. Yeah, really, exactly. But, um, but I had a good friend in Paris who, who um, that I used to visit on the weekend. And I would go drive to I'd get up early Saturday morning, drive to, to Paris get my hair cut and see my friend and then come back on Sunday. That was when I was single. Yeah. That was, but still very accessible. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, three hours, three hours plus, but still. Yeah. And now the train, mm. the TGV. But uh, yeah, no, I think, I think that's also another element that, that is very attractive for people to stay here too. too. Okay. Uh, we are talking about people who want to stay or who are planning to come. How, What would you recommend for a newcomer or people who are planning to come to deal with the housing problem? Because this, a part of the traffic jam and the congestion of the road, this is one big problem in Luxembourg. And some people are trying to face it. So what would you recommend to someone who is planning? <laughs> I mean, if I had the answer to that, I'd be making a lot of money I think, as a consultant. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, obviously it depends on, depends on your circumstances. If you're a family... Mm-hmm. And you're coming as an expat. Well, then you probably have a you know an agency that you're working with to help you find. But that's obviously uh, you know not everyone's. Uh, that's obviously that would that would be really mm-hmm. be great if everyone had that. But certainly that's not the case. Yes. Um, I, I don't have any magic solutions. I mean, I, I, I guess I mean I haven't had to look for housing in a while, so I don't know. But but I I assume that uh, you know I yeah I mean I know there's. Mm-hmm. some websites uh, what have you but it's, it's true it's, it's not easy mm-hmm. and I, th- I think if I'm not mistaken the um, the um, the law in respect of of renting is being modified or what yes. happens it's supposed to make mm-hmm. it easier so yeah. it, it I mean there's obviously a, a recognition by the government this is an issue but mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of other fundamental issues in Luxembourg with mm-hmm. the land and the ability to to um, you know to get access to some land that could be yes. uh, but but again the government I think is, has also done a good job they're focusing on apartments building apartment buildings as opposed to single family homes mm. um, there's the Fond de Logement yes. you know, which is the, the government agency which uh, helps subsidize mm-hmm. some of the, the uh, allowing people to buy mm-hmm. um, um, apartments for um, you know well still <laughs> pretty high prices but lower than the open market prices yeah um, but yeah, no, it's 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 definitely. I mean, it, again, it's a it's a problem of growth, yeah. and um, but but um, it doesn't mean one shouldn't try. But mm-hmm. um, I, I guess that should, as you say, is probably one of the top uh, the top um, um, points to point do to, or to, yes. to try to to organize when you come. Okay. Or thinking about coming. Yes. But get a job first, I suppose. That's the first thing. <laughs> that's the first step. <laughs> to pay for your housing. <laughs> and after you can think about yeah. the rest. Yeah. So what was your biggest shock when you come to Luxembourg straight from Boston? Oh, it's the biggest shock. 
Yeah. This was, um, I actually was only coming to visit Luxembourg, okay. and I stayed in a hotel near the Gar, and on Avenue de la Liberté, I think it was, and, um, and I remember going out of the hotel room and walking down the hall, and the light turned off. Okay. Because it was on an automatic timer. Yes. So as an American, you know, where we just, at that era, you know, leaving the lights on all the time and not really thinking about this, that, that was... That was my first shock. I know it sounds funny, but it's true. It's just that that was a, you know, just different habits, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. That's a small thing, but... No, no, but, yeah. I mean, me, the first time, personally, I was in the United States. Yeah, I was shocked about the... How can I say? The road was super impressive. You know, you see roads with uh, four, five, six lanes, different lanes. You don't see this in Europe, you know, by example, and you say, whoa, that's another level. So, And uh, after living in Paris for a few years, and the first time I came to Luxembourg, I mean, I take one day to travel around the country, and I see that in one day, I went from the south to the north, from the east to the east, and it was done, I see. Yes, yeah. however, I have been on, I, I mean, again, coming back to the swimming competitions, mm -hmm. before the highway to the north was built. And if you had to go to Viltz, that was not next door. Okay. Because the roads were quite, well, they were national roads or mm. less. So, yeah, I mean, that, that has actually been quite an improvement mm. on, again, the, the highway system. Mm. And, and as you say, making those places accessible, you know, mm. in the north more accessible yes. to the rest. But mm. but that is, that's actually one of the lovely things about Luxembourg, too, is you're quickly outside mm -hmm. of the city. Yes. Really? And there's lots of forests and walks and uh, and green, mm -hmm. which uh, yeah. So that that's that's really quite lovely as well. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and, and lots of places to go. And it's okay. It's a small country, but it's diverse. You have the the Moselle yeah. with the wine region. Yes, and you, you have, have the Isle. No, I was thinking, you know, the little Switzerland there. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, Luxembourg is well known to be a place financière, a financial institution. But with your experience, do you think that there are other training sectors that will come in the next coming year, which people should take a look, a close look at if they are planning still to come to Luxembourg? What is this? What will be the sector with high potential mm -hmm. where people can easily integrate or find things? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I guess you could say linked to the. Um to the financial sector is mm -hmm. the fintech sector. Okay. Because we have a you know a lot of right, we're in we're in a building right now <laughs> where there are a lot of fintechs housed, um, and um, and obviously the government support of that through you know various organizations mm -hmm. um, and associations is is really uh, is really strong and and appreciated and I don't think that actually happens everywhere. Okay. Um, Um, what was I going to say? Yes, yeah, so so fintech, so regtech, uh, and with and also Luxembourg is also um, you know a sustainable finance hub. I would say mm -hmm. obviously through primarily or at least in the first instance through its investment fund mm -hmm. um, industry, but all of these European rules on sustainable finance apply to all types of finance, so banking, insurance, which are well represented in Luxembourg as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so and, and, and actually that's an opportunity for fintech companies to provide some data solutions to all of those asset managers and the bankers and the insurance companies to, to 
meet their obligations um, for, for regulatory obligations when it comes to sustainable finance reporting. Um, you know, space is obviously, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so Luxembourg has um, SES, the satellite yes. um, uh, com- um, company, a very large company. Um, and so maybe space exploration or mining, uh, I guess it's mining, mm-hmm. uh, is an area that, um, you know, that Luxembourg is, and the government also has put a lot of resource in. It's true that it's, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I mean, one area where Luxembourg actually has quite a lot of skilled people and some facilities is the film industry. Okay. In terms of um, production and mm-hmm. editing. Actually, my daughter was in a couple of films okay. in, um, in Luxembourg, um, mainly because um, they were looking for extras, school children extras for a movie, um, and they went to my daughter's school and mm-hmm. they did a little casting exercise, and then she was sort of in the pipeline, if you will. Um, but, but, that, that, but that, like, and that exists in other countries as well. Ireland has a similar program and mm-hmm. in other countries as well. But it's true that filming in Luxembourg, there's lots of beautiful scenery, mm-hmm. um, castles. Yes. <laughs> um, and, but then they also have a, quite a good um, production um, facility that they built up over the years as well. So okay. that's kind of interesting. So the artistic side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other. And I get I, again. I, I think on the on the you know the fintech side and innovation and um, um, you know those kinds of, of small startup companies. Mm-hmm. It's not maybe the, the, a natural place for for those companies to come. But again, I think fintech side of things is interesting because of the financial industry um, but there's a certain amount of industry here as well mm-hmm. European headquarters yes. of, uh, of some companies mm-hmm. but with factories as well um, that's all I can think of for the moment yeah that's, I mean, quite, that's but, quite a but, lot but it's clear it's but it's clear that and obviously there's lots of services I mean we're well served for restaurants in Luxembourg that's for sure so the restaurant <laughs> business is booming I would say um yeah, I mean, I, I think that that um, the financial center, as you said, is a very important part of the uh, economy of economy, Luxembourg. Yes. Uh, there's many jobs created, yes. um, as a, uh, but on, that which are non-financial jobs created um, as a result of those financial jobs. So, oh. I mean, again, the restaurants is just one example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody needs to go to those restaurants and pay for the for the food. Um, but I think the the government has always, um, uh, for a long time, at least. Recognized, it needs to diversify. So I think it's always in its ergo, for instance, the um, you know the strategy to add space um, mining exploration um, technology, if you will, yes. um, to to its list. I, I know it also has actually it has a this is something that that, that has been developing over the years is a, is on a kind of a biotech okay. uh, type. Um, of, of companies, mm-hmm. so where I live, actually, there's the the House of BioHealth, I think it's called, and then they're behind that. They're going to be, and so it's near the university in Ash, and they're building a hospital there, and they're also going to be building um, more facilities for biotech companies or med med tech companies to come and mm-hmm. set up. So again, kind of creating this sort of ecosystem, yes. if you will, um, which. Uh, yeah, so I think that's an area too. Mm-hmm. So basically, industries in the large sense where you don't need thousands of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and it's super niche. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where I, th- I think that's that's the again the the strategy has been um, mm-hmm. has been quite smart over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's helpful. I, I I have to to assume that to acknowledge that I didn't know all of this personally. I think I read some newspaper, but. Just in brief, I didn't never go into detail, but they are quite interesting sector for the future because uh, Luxembourg is trying to diversify like most of the country also. And even though the financial sector is will stay for a while, the core sector of our activity, yeah, it's important that really high order profile, high qualification people really in diversified profile would be interested to move to Luxembourg. And maybe one thing to mention as well, what was what was very important was the decision to set up a university, okay. which has been in Luxembourg now for 15 years. Yes, so if I, I understand Ash. correctly, in, in, in Ash, but also in town for the financial and uh, legal mm-hmm. studies area. Um, I think there's something like 6,000 undergraduates. Okay. Um, and then there are master's programs. Mm-hmm. And I have the actually have the luck of uh, teaching sustainable finance in a couple of those master's programs. So... Um, but we're, we're so I see you know students from around the world, but from Europe and from around the world coming to Luxembourg. Um, a lot of those courses are not surprisingly in English. Um, I think at the undergraduate level, that's not. I'm, I'm less familiar with that. I think that's more in French, German, English, kind of depending on the topic and and um, yeah, the teacher, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I I have to admit I, I don't know the situation now. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's quite attractive as well. Mm-hmm. Plus, there are other there are programs, um, master's programs that one can do, you know, while one's working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the house of training. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of houses in Luxembourg. Yes, house of finance, house mm-hmm. of trading, house of microfinance. Yes, <laughs> and others yeah. to come. Mm-hmm. And others to come <laughs> in the next coming months. Yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly. This, there is something super interesting about Luxembourg is that English, even though it's not part of the three mm-hmm. languages of the country, when you speak English, you can live in Luxembourg without taking care about anything sure. else. It's, it's, it's crazy. True. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I have to admit, when I first came here, I, I did really think I was only here for two years. So yeah. I basically did not, I made a point of not, and maybe that's advice as well, I made a point of not... Um, you know, from a social life perspective, not uh, trying to get into you know the English speaking groups, okay. if you will, because I wanted to learn French. Yes, and I the company I worked for, uh, I mean, while they spoke English, French was kind of the language of the office, so okay. that was really helpful, and they would mm-hmm. correct me very kindly when I said something wrong um, in French, and. Um, um, but, but yeah, so I, I, I have to admit that would be my advice as well because you're right, you could easily, as a native English speaker, come to Luxembourg mm-hmm. and work for a company where you speak English, your friends speak English, as you say, you can get around with English, yes. and you know, that might be the experience that you want, mm-hmm. especially if you're not planning on staying here forever, um, and obviously it obviously facilitates you know, sort of the entry into life here, for sure, big time. But if you want to get some of a more international experience, then yes. you know maybe try to, and you have some language capabilities, mm-hmm. maybe try to try to lighten up a bit on the English only. Okay. <laughs> it, it can actually be a challenge, and, and you you hear people who are learning languages, whether it's Luxembourgish or French or mm-hmm. German or whatever, yeah. you you hear people kind of complaining by saying, 
you know, I want to speak my use my French, but the people speak English back to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true that it's true that coming to Luxembourg as well. I mean, I, that was actually maybe a, after the light switch, <laughs> the ecological light switch. Mm. The other the other thing that was um, surprising to me as well was I had I had lots of ambitions to mm. speak more languages. Okay. But when I before I came, mm-hmm. but um, again, um, so, but it's true that uh, it, people in the United States when they hear know that I speak French, oh, I'm so impressed. Don't be impressed because the average person in Luxembourg speaks at least four languages, <laughs> or if not more. So, um, and and I actually saw that with my daughter. So even though she went to French school system in Luxembourg, mm-hmm. she obviously spoke French and English from home. Um, she, her swim team, they spoke Luxembourgish, okay. and she studied German at school, and especially when she went to the Luxembourgish school, mm-hmm. the, the level of German was much higher. So, you know, that's that, what a gift to give your children, mm, yes. <laughs> I have to just admit. Different yeah, and, al- and also, it's just the whole mentality of not being afraid to speak you know, a language, mm-hmm. another language, or not being afraid to make mistakes, I think. Yes. And that's when they learn when they're young. Mm. Yeah, there's no problem with that. Yeah. It's just when we're older and we're more self-conscious that you know, yeah. we're a little bit shyer about making mistakes. Mm. Or again, as I, as I said, I think as well, if you, it's, if, if you don't live your life in a, um, you know, in a language, it's difficult. Mm. But there's lots of German, if you're learning French or German, there's lots of television you can yes. watch. Yeah, there's there is always a way to find and, and I try with my Luxembourgish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now, RTL. and you understand perfectly, I can imagine. No, better. better. I, I took classes, so. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. But again, I mm-hmm. my world is I don't have a lot of people who speak people Luxembourgish speak around Luxembourgish. me. Yeah. And of course, they speak English perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, on the beginning, you talk about the voluntary activity to do and uh, all this how do we find this kind of activity because I mean personally I'm living in Luxembourg since almost four years and I've not been aware about this activity I would like to do it but I've not been aware I mean obviously there's all kinds of volunteer activities mm-hmm. I mean Luxembourg like anywhere um, has opportunities to volunteer you know in an association mm-hmm. so you know like SOS FAR or you know associations where you know you can help people who need yes. help um, or you know there's all kinds of all kinds of activities there's mm-hmm. Relay for la Vie you know the Relay for Life the Relay for Life and, yeah um, what I was talking about was on the professional side so as a working in your comp- if you work in a company um, mm-hmm. say in the financial services sector Um, you know, say if you work for an asset management firm, a management company, well, um, hopefully they're a member of ALFI, the Association of the Luxembourg Fund Industry. And if they are, then, you know, if you, you know, if you have an interest, if you have time and expertise, I would say as well. I mean, obviously one speaks to one's, you know, management and you look and see on the ALFI website is if they, they're looking for people sometimes to join a working group looking at, uh, I don't know, sustainable finance, this or that. So it, it, you have to work it, and yes. it has, the situation has to be, be right as well. But, um, but there are lots of other, you know, other associations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, my, maybe one has to just make, one has to look or maybe yeah. talk to people about talk it, people I guess. About it, yeah. But, but yeah, obviously, it's important to do, it's your volunteer time, so it's important to do something that you want to do mm-hmm. or that you 
you're happy about doing. Yes. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, there's obviously lots of things going on when it comes to um, you know refugees, mm-hmm. uh, Ukraine. I mean, there's there's lots of ways to get involved. Yeah, a lot of things to do. Yeah, just have to have a look to to identify them. And it's true. In my case, you know, I had my company's support, so that obviously because you're taking probably taking a little bit of time from your company job. So, but again, because we have this long history of, um, I mean, effectively one reason why the fund industry is the second largest investment fund industry in the world is the support of the government for sure. Lux first mover, mm-hmm. Luxembourg always has to look outside for its business. Yes. So this whole cross border, you know, mm-hmm. register your fund in Luxembourg and you can sell it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, that's that's Luxembourg's mm-hmm. mi- a motto, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. because it has to look outside for its business because mm-hmm. it's so small. But also. Um, also, this um, this community, this ecosystem, this people working together to come up with um, solutions or t- um, to figure out how to make, uh, from an operational point of view, investment funds work. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that that mentality and mindset is very much ingrained in Luxembourg. Okay. Also, because it's small. <laughs> yeah. I think that if I had wanted to become involved in the investment fund industry in the United States, it would have been much harder for me because it's much bigger. Okay. And, um, you know, it's there, you know, they would only take the most senior people or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Whereas here, I think it's a little easier to get involved. Okay. But yeah. There's lots of opportunities, I would say. Mm. I mean, personally, I will start having a look <laughs> because this could be interesting. And if you could give, I don't know, three advice for people, for newcomers in Luxembourg, or people who are planning to come to Luxembourg, what would they be? Well, come and look around in the first instance, okay. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> if you do come and you do live here, I mean, um, as I said before, you know, try to... Uh, be brave and try to get to know people from other cultures because uh, that's that's it's it's really fun and really interesting. So try not to stay in your own little bubble, I guess. And um, yeah, and, and um, enjoy enjoy um, you know enjoy the I guess the location in Luxembourg in the middle of Europe. Um, yeah. Um, I know I, I can't. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of other things to say, but. Uh, um, yeah, and um, and take advantage of the opportunities that are, are here. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would say the you know and I th- I'm sure that I know for a fact that there's a fintech ecosystem. There's an investment fund ecosystem. I'm sure, there's a space you know ecosystem Mining. as well. I, exactly, mm-hmm. and the film and the biotech and all of that stuff. So um, you know, try to take advantage of those opportunities. There's so many things on offer here yeah. um, that. Um, you know, and and um, I always remember that um, we were talking about talking to a, a female partner at a at auditing firm in Luxembourg, mm-hmm. and she was saying that when she travels to other offices, yes. one of the big four offices, they the some of the people she talks to they say how how do you have so many women partners in Luxembourg, <laughs> and she said well obviously there's many reasons but one reason is Luxembourg's so small. That if I have to go do something relating to my family, what have you, I can come back later on because I mean, traffic jams aside. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, but it's it's true actually when you're when you're 
when you're in, you can actually plan mm-hmm. several meetings. I mean, I had I did had three meetings today from ten till now, mm-hmm. and I can do it. If you're in London, maybe you can do one meeting and maybe another one yes. a day. But anyway, it's the you know small is beautiful. Yes, maybe that's the <laughs> that's the message as well. <laughs> Appreciate the international small nature mm-hmm. and vibrant nature nature of Luxembourg. Okay. S- sitting in the middle of Europe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Really. Thank you. I appreciate. Uh, thanks for coming, Denise. This it was. I mean, we already spent 40 minutes. Yeah. It went super fast, and it was super interesting. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of things to learn from your experience and from what you shared. And personally, I will start also having a look with some advice you provide. So, yeah. I mean. Luxembourg is a beautiful place. I enjoy it personally, and all of my friends who are there, they, we all enjoy it. Okay. And there are always things to do, and they, they, we should always find a way to uh, to make things work better and uh, to make things more entertaining. And yes, try to have the maximum fun with the maximum of capacity we have in, in Luxembourg. I mean, the, we are in the nature in 50 minutes, we are in the middle of Europe, so you can travel and... Uh, There is safety, and uh, yeah, it's it's a nice country. It's a nice, beautiful country, and, yes. and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that in the next coming year, the population will keep growing for sure, and uh, we just hope that the government will do his best to address all these uh, all these topic on traffic jam, housing, mm-hmm. and all that things that could uh, happen in the future. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you have a last word, a last sentences before we end this. Well, I mean, you mentioned some of the issues, obviously, that yes. that the government needs to, to resolve. But I guess you know these are good problems to have because mm-hmm. it means things are doing going well. Yes, this measured growth. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, yeah. But I, in terms of last word, I would say you know give it a try. Come mm-hmm. visit Luxembourg. You'll be surprised. Yeah. and uh, you may never leave. <laughs> Probably, really. <laughs> this I can I'm not you. unique. <laughs> I For can sure. tell you. <laughs> Many thanks, Denise, and uh, it was thanks again for accepting this invitation. It was super fun and super interesting, and we hope that the, our listeners they will enjoy all this this episode also. Thanks again. Thank you. And uh, see you see you later. See you soon. Yes. Bye. Bye.